guys and welcome to the first ever episode of Overreacting the Podcast. I'm so excited that you're here. My name is Michelle Ceriso. I'll be your host throughout this podcast. And today we will be laying the foundation to what the next episodes will base on. And that is the F word. The word that everyone has heard before, that some people hate, that some people love, that some people find empowering, that some people don't really know about enough. And that word is not f- it's feminism. There are many misconceptions about feminism because the word has been thrown through the mud by so many people that called themselves feminists but weren't really feminists. And also because some people don't really know what it's about. They don't have a good access to actual information about feminism and feminist issues. So hi, you're in the right place. I've probably heard the term smash the patriarchy before. And that is basically something that lays a foundation for the whole feminist movement. El patriarcado, viejo paradigma y sus múltiples machismos. Vamos a hablar de ello. ¿Sabes cuál es el verdadero patriarcado? ¿Cuál? El que tengo acá colgado. The patriarchy is a term that comes from ancient Greece and literally means the rule of the father. A patriarchy is a system that benefits white cisgender males in all branches, so as politics, the law, basically social privileges. So to those that don't know what cisgender means, cisgender means that your sex, the gender you identify with, as corresponds to the sex you were assigned at birth. So for instance, I am a cisgender girl because I identify as a girl and I was born in a girl's body. But a transgender woman, for instance, her gender identity differs from the sex she was born as. So how do white cisgender straight men benefit from the patriarchal system? You need to imagine the patriarchy as a social system that basically assigns roles to each gender. So the men has the strong role assigned to it and the women are assigned the weaker card in society. Now, having these cards basically tells people that the women are the weaker ones, the ones that are not intelligent enough to get to a higher career. They wouldn't be able to get over their emotions. They are not fit for more technical careers like the stronger men because the men, they are encouraged all their life to do so since they are capable enough. They can do it because they're strong. And that is why it's barely a hundred years ago that women got the right to vote, while the men have always had that privilege since the beginning of time. And still today, the patriarchy is visible in all its colors, especially in third world countries, because in some of them, still some basic human rights are not granted to women because they are considered weak and, you know, they're the obedient wives. Why is it harmful for men? I mean, they're privileged, right? Yes, they are. In comparison to women, they are privileged. But at the same time, the system also backfires on them. Because it's the same system that tells them that they're not allowed to cry, they're not allowed to, you know, speak up against rape because they should have enjoyed it. It's the same system that makes them lose custody battles in court because they're considered capable enough of taking care of a child. Feminism fights these gender stereotypes, wanting that everyone should be capable of doing anything. Women should be able to get easy access to high-profile careers. Men should be able to cry and show their emotions in peace. 
Now you'll be asking yourself, okay, but why is it not called equalism then? Or, you know, humanism? Why is it called feminism? Because in fact, women are more screwed in society because they have the weaker card. They want equality for both genders. They want that both are respected equally. But they want to empower women because they are more screwed in society. Now, I found some questions on the internet that I thought were one of some of the most frequently asked questions about feminism. So the first question that I found was, does a feminist have to be female? As I've explained before, feminism is good for both genders. So no, a feminist fights the patriarchy, not men. So men can be feminists too and non-binary people too. An example for male feminists would be Lin-Manuel Miranda and Daniel Radcliffe. And they're really cool. We need more men to be feminists because sadly men tend to listen to men more. So we need more men in feminism to encourage other men and show them that it's a fight that men and women have to tackle together because it affects us both. So come over to the dark side. Another thing is um, the feminism has changed its meaning throughout time. And that is true. Yes, feminism has changed its meaning throughout time because now we have different issues to tackle. In the 19th century, the first feminist movement, the first wave of feminism, it was about the right to vote, about the suffragettes fighting for emancipation and getting the right to vote for white women in the West. And it basically changed in the 60s because then it came up to the women's right to work at men's jobs, the sexual liberation, body autonomy, um, when they burned the bras and, you know, all these topics I'll talk about in future episodes. So don't worry about if you don't know some of them. And then today it's more about, you know, it covers more issues, especially including men's rights more and also including women from all around the world has become more intersectional which is exactly what you're probably asking yourself uh michelle what's intersectional feminism and i because i've written it all over the place when i was promoting this podcast it's basically fighting for women's rights when it has intersections with the race religion sexual orientation ethnicity disability size gender identity class so many more things For instance, an Indian girl is less privileged than I am here in Germany. We're both screwed, but uh, the Indian girl is in deeper problems because they're still the lack of basic human rights that we have here in Germany. So yeah, that is intersectional feminism. And that is what I'm talking about this podcast because it's more inclusive of different issues. Next question is, where do feminists come from? We come from our mother's vagina mainly. Some of us are also cut out of our mother's uterus, like me, for instance, C-section kid. And some of us are also adopted and, you know, no, I'm kidding. So feminists have been there since ancient Greece. No, probably earlier. Well, they've been around for a long time, but they obviously weren't called feminists at the time. The term feminist was coined by the French philosopher Charles Fourier in 1837 and was first used in English in the 1890s in association with the movement for equal political and legal rights for women, aka the first suffragettes, if you want to say that. Something that also many people ask feminists is, can you give me an example for modern discrimination based on gender? 
Yes, I can give you many. I mean, it's a feminist podcast, so I definitely have a lot of issues to cover, but I'm going to tell you some. Sexual harassment on the streets, for instance, one. Victim blaming, that is mainly based on because we ex- tend to excuse boys' behaviors more instead of holding them accountable to their actions. We know the sentence, boys will be boys, and they're just kids, or, oh, he probably treats you like crap because he likes you. Then there's also the wage gap, which is a huge problem still in, in every single country. There is still the bloody wage gap. Then also the social expectations and beauty standards. So like, oh yeah, oh you're a man, you're supposed to do so many great things and, you know, create a whole business and stuff. And the girls are the one, oh, are you going to be a mother? When are you going to get pregnant? And those kind of questions. So that are social expectations. And beauty standards is just, yeah, we want you skinny, then we want you thin, then we want you slim, we want you thick. Girls, they're supposed to shave and look clean because if not, you'll never be desirable and many more phrases that are just stupid. If we go out of the West as well, we can go to third world countries and we can look at the high rates of femicide. Femicide is um, basically murder committed towards a woman because she was a female so in this case when a boyfriend kills her girlfriend because he was jealous of another boy or a very famous phrase that is used by men who commit femicide is if i can't have you then nobody can and then uh, another thing that really is very shocking that here in the west we can really be glad that we are not in that situation but that because of that we need to help these poor countries and that is that girls are not allowed to go to school because they are on their periods for example that is the case of india they're not considered pure enough to go to school because they are on their periods and if that is not considered sexist i don't know what is because periods are natural that shouldn't be something that stops you from going to school now let's let's get to the topic that everyone's asking themselves and that is if it's such a positive thing something that can change so much for so many people around the world and not only women but also men and and non-binary people why does it have so many negative connotations there's many many reasons for that i wrote down some of them and i'm going to tell you about them number one is that there are people who say they are feminists but they are misandrous instead and misandrists are basically women, girls who say, yeah, let's kill all men. There are people who say they're feminists, but still are discriminatory against men and exclude them from feminist conversations. People who don't know about feminism, they see these people saying kill all men, especially men who read those things. They are like, these so-called feminists are trying to kill all men that is not fair i'm not going to support it i mean it's a negative thing they want to stand not going to join it plus people really like to generalize so if that generalization of all feminists being men hating spreads around the more people get a wrong idea of feminism and that is how this negative connotations get added to feminism This is one reason why feminism is in such a bad light. Because a negative group of people is being generalized. Number two, talking about the man-hating label. It has been placed on feminists since the suffragettes and earlier. So it is possible that it has been passed down to generations. Because, you know, you grow up to be what you learn in the house and at school. So if you grow up in a household where 
your family considers feminists to be trash and you know witches and bitches and man-hating and feminist is a negative thing at your house it's more likely that you're gonna grow up hating feminism than loving it another thing that's also very very human is that people really tend to know the simplest answer and they want to think things over They don't want to take the time to actually learn about it or inform themselves about what it really is about. And so, you know, they take the thing that everyone goes with, which is, oh, let's hate the feminists. Something that's come across to me in the past weeks was that there are some feminists who don't like addressing men's issues because they're afraid that it will deviate the conversation from women's issues to the men again, which is wrong because... If we want to achieve equality for firstly us being empowered, women being empowered, we also need the men on our side and we can't just ignore men's issues because their issues also affect our issues. We are distancing ourselves from men, we are distancing ourselves from them and this just creates this crack between us, not a drug that makes it harder for us to work together against it. And it makes it easier for men to not identify as feminists. The final reason that I've written down for um, people not liking to identify as feminists is that also some people like to think feminism is about women in the West overreacting once again. (laughs) Now you see why I call my podcast overreacting. It's perfect. But they don't see how women in third world countries are so screwed. In India, girls are sold off into marriage, into an arranged marriage that they don't want to get into. They get into it as children. They're 15. You know what I did at 15? I wasn't thinking about getting married. And that just shows how feminism here has changed our life from how it was a thousand years ago because a thousand years ago we were in that same situation we were also not really allowed to be free and we were supposed to get kids and get married and stuff but that changed because feminists fought for it and that is what we need to do with third world countries as well people have normalized the idea of girls in india getting married at a young age they've normalized it so much that they don't even see it as a problem anymore I mean, it's exactly that what feminism fights. And that is why feminism is still needed, not only in the West, but also in other countries. Then there are the people who support the cause of feminism, but don't want to call themselves feminists. Because the word, it's not very inclusive of men's issues and that. But at the same time, a word like equalist is too exclusive of women that are more screwed in society. To those people, I want to say that if you know the true meaning of feminism, then you know that it is inclusive enough. I mean, why do we have to change the title of the movement only to make it more comfortable for others to grasp? The term feminist has been around since before the 19th century, since, how we said, Charles Fourier in 1837 coined the term feminism and it has achieved so many things that we take for granted today here in the west at least at the time the term was also in a terrible light but anyways it has changed the world i mean the suffragettes were also called old kinds of terms and were considered 
bad people. They were considered these women who were crazy and nasty and they didn't deserve attention and stuff. So feminists were already in a bad light at the time, but it still changed the world. It still got us the right to vote and it did so much good in the world. It also encouraged the, the future waves of feminism. So why should we change it now? If you're really interested in feminism, you would understand that we are constantly, as feminists, we are constantly explaining that it's a better quality, but it's the people who don't want to listen to us. And it's not our fault if they don't want to look it up and educate themselves on it. So ask yourself where the problem really lies that you don't want to call yourself a feminist. Is it maybe because you care too much about how society will treat you if you label yourself as one? then ask yourselves where it is that we actually have to make adjustments. Maybe it's not the word that we have to change, but society's view on the word. Empieza el matriarcado. And how are we going to achieve it? Through education, speaking out against discriminatory behavior, raising our kids progressively, because believe it or not, everything starts in childhood. Everything we learn when we're kids, we become, or at least lays the foundation to what we're going to be when we're in the future. Another thing is don't laugh at that sexist comment that your boss made only to belong to them. Stop encouraging and helping the patriarchy shine in its brightest colors and start putting your foot down and say, hey, it's not funny. Also learn not to be quick to judge. And teach your children, especially your boys, to be more responsible. Teach them that boys will not be boys. Teach them that boys will be held accountable for their actions. Tell your girls that they can become anything they want. There's many boys or men who are intimidated by women in power and they don't support them because they're afraid of losing their positions. Teach your boys not to be intimidated. Because if we do so, we can get our girls into higher positions and we can break the bloody glass of the, this patriarchal society that we're so sick of hearing all the time in every news. I mean, aren't you tired of opening your phone and looking how many femicides have been committed in Latin America last year? Are you tired of seeing how many girls have been sexually harassed on the streets? Are you tired of seeing those posts? Boys, keep your hands to yourself. Start doing it. Start changing something. We can only work it out if we work together. So at the ending of every episode, I want to introduce a little moment called Recommendation of the Week, where I recommend you or suggest you a good series, book or film that you could read regarding the topic that I'm handling. And to educate yourself on the subject of feminism, I want to suggest you to read Little Women by Louisa May Alcott or watch the film which came out two years ago. Incredible. It's been two years ago. 2019. Wow. Watch Little Women, directed by the incredible, fantastic Greta Gerwig. You can watch it on YouTube, Amazon Prime or Google Play. And for those that have never heard of it, this film slash book, it's about these four sisters who go through life to pursue their own dreams or they try to pursue their own dreams. The book and the film basically show how these four women have to live the consequences as a woman in the 18th century. 
it's really interesting because it just gives you that understanding of what feminism actually is and it's just a beautiful story to read and to watch you know i just i just feel i just feel like women they they have minds and they have souls as well as just hearts and they've got ambition and they've got talent as well as just beauty and i'm so sick of people saying that that love is just all a woman is fit for i'm so sick of it but i'm i'm so lonely I want to remind you that if you have any questions about feminism, you can ask me the questions on Twitter. I repeat, at overreacting underscore pod. Or you can also send in an audio recording of your question and I'll feature that in the episode. Thank you for listening. This was today's episode. A bit more me talking today. Next week, I'm going to make it a bit more varied. I really hope you liked it. Um, you can take off your headphones now. Have a wonderful day. I'm going to see you next week on Wednesday again. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.